Hey everyone, welcome to Burn Down and Leave. This week we watched The Color Out of Space. And uh, today, once again, we have Nate Christian on The Dex. What up? Yes, that, that's me. How's it going? I'm living the dream. <laughs> we, <laughs> we already had our day. pleasantries earlier before the recording started. Um, no, this is a fake. Uh, how are you doing? This you know, is like just really one of those it. professional ones. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> a um, professional. How are you doing? So this movie stars Nicolas Cage and a bunch of other people I don't know. What do you feel about that, <laughs> <laughs> dude? As soon as uh, you told me, uh, okay, watch movie Color Out of Space, I was like, I what is this? First of all, I first of all I thought it was going to be a an eighties movie, like without a hippie movie. Looking at yeah, like without looking at the poster or anything. Like I just was like that sounds like a late 70s early 80s horror movie with like some sort of blob creature that's attacking <laughs> cities, you know. Yeah. I I wasn't too far off, I guess, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just yeah. learned that Elijah Wood is one of the producers. Oh, really? So that's interesting. But God, um he he's he's an anomaly that guy i don't know it's... he is that guy he's a hobbit he's a he's everything to me um he certainly is oh excuse me i just burped i'm not editing it out it's okay um so what do you think the budget was budget for this movie dude i think for uh practical effects alone and with that last kind of ending bit where they really lay it into the CG. We're going... I know nothing about budgets and movies. Um, <laughs> but you sounded like you did. So that's all right, that matters. It sounded, it sounded good, I think. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go... Oh God, is this too high? 200 million. That's incredibly too high. But... Shit. <laughs> I mean, shoot. Um, Sorry, Ma. <laughs> that's funny. Um... So yeah, the budget was six to twelve million. I was gonna say forty originally, and then I was like, no, that's too low. <laughs> um, so like the Avengers was like two hundred million. This is on par <laughs> with, with the Avengers. The Avengers. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, so this did not come out. It, it either did come out in theaters, but it was very limited run, or it was mostly straight to like streaming how much money did right. it make do you think i don't think this made a lot of money okay so the budget you said was six to how much six to twelve million. Six to twelve i'm guessing this raked in <laughs> six <laughs> so i would have agreed with you if i didn't see this number in front of me it only made a million dollars wow but <sighs> I don't. Man, it's because I'm not. I'm gonna not gonna lie to you. I have a little bias towards this. Um, okay. Because I'm a huge HP Lovecraft fan. Okay, I and thought you were gonna say Nick Cage, but I'm yeah. also a huge Nick Cage fan. Yeah, so okay. I, 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 I've yet to be on this show and review a Nick Cage movie and not say this is the best movie I've ever seen. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but. Um, Nick Cage and H.P. Lovecraft in one film is something that I've never thought I needed until today. Honestly, I so I haven't dived deep into H.P. Lovecraft stuff. Um, I know that they were they were kind of a very spooky, scary uh, horror 
sort of trippy kind of writing style yeah. uh, and stuff like that. But I've I've been too scared to ever like dive deep because the fact that like someone made writings and they were really scary and it wasn't just like Stephen King or something is like well yeah he like inspired Stephen King you know exactly and like like the product of H.P. Lovecraft is Stephen King. I can't imagine like some of the weird, trippy stuff that was being written. What back in like the Tw- like the early nineteen hundreds? Yeah, <clears throat> um, like the twenties, I think. But he's not a good person, but he is a good author. So I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I I don't know anything about the the per- their personal life. So yeah. I mean, so just to get that out there, I don't agree. He's like an incredible racist, but um, I don't agree with like what he believes, but I agree with his writing (laughs) because I'm like, man, this is some solid stuff. I Um, mean, seemingly top notch from just just this film alone. Again, I haven't really dived deep into anything else. H.P. Lovecraft. Apparently, this this is like a popular one. This has been done in movie form like. Quite a few times, I guess. Like yeah. four or five times. This is one of the more crazy. popular ones. Um, he's the inventor of like cosmic horror. Uh, mm. Like his whole shtick is like unknowable, unspeakable evil or presences that are too too upsetting to ever explain, and seeing it would cause madness. And uh, so. Right. Um, a lot of his stories don't have a lot of character development because it's not really about the people involved. It's like this cosmic entity entered your life and what happens to the people is what's important, not like the people themselves. Um, Right. So yeah, this is one of the more popular ones. Um, And I thought it was pretty good. Like I, I think that was boring at some points, but I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I would say that the first, like first like 35 minutes or so i could have been cut down a little bit i think and there was there was other parts that were like yeah mediocre but um yeah that's kind of first and foremost i think it could have been cut a little bit shorter than just shy of two hours yeah the big the beginning was like yeah about 30 minutes of fluff to like kind of build the character and like the city that it's in or not the city, but, right. like, the area. I yeah. want to talk about... We'll get to Nick Cage later, but I want to talk about yeah. <laughs> why... Definitely. What was his name? Ward? Yeah, Ward. Why was he involved in literally any of the stuff? <laughs> <laughs> like, they were like, hey, man, I know that you're, like, a hydrologist, There's, but uh, can uh, you come check out this meteor? It's, it's like, so subtle but they talk about um yeah so i mean obviously he's on the scene because the 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 mayor or the governor yeah yeah, was that that was the mayor right that that blew me away too why is the mayor coming down yeah i dude like you said (laughs) the the characters are just like i guess they're just there experiencing what the real story is about you know it's just like you have to have these people there so that whatever mysterious entity is is going on in the background is more of the forefront. And it's just, yeah. But, so, I mean, the mayor is trying to, like, filter in, like, cleaner water or something like that. 
okay, so I thought that they the mayor was trying to bring in the ability to I thought they wanted to bring in like a hydroelectric dam in. Yes. And then they wanted to basically have the water be like bottled water. Yeah. I the second Something... one I'm not 100% sure on, but I'm pretty sure about the hydroelectric dam thing. Yeah, it was very like there was like one section in the beginning where Ward comes upon uh I'm not going to say comes upon uh <laughs> comes up to <laughs> comes up to uh Livi- Liviana Liv- her name Livania. was something insane, right? It's it's Livania. It's uh, side note, I, I lasagna, yeah. Side note, I I have subtitles on whenever I watch Lavinia. Films. Yes, and uh, the subtitles changed the spelling of her name like f- four times. Like, did, what did you watch never... it on, by the way? Uh, I just rented it on um, Amazon, YouTube. I, I don't know. It was like $3. Yeah, <laughs> so... I rented it off Amazon, and I had the subtitles on, and yeah. Then it must have been YouTube, because uh, it was like... It, one time it was like L-A-V-I-N-I-A, sometimes spelled with like a Y, sometimes... It, it no, was just... I, you're right. It did change yeah. on mine, too. That's so weird. <laughs> so they don't even know who this character is. But, they all had like uh, again, real names, and then she had like... To anybody named Lavinia <laughs> out there, I'm sorry, but that's not a real <laughs> no, name. <laughs> no, well, that's... Um, I, so I watched this with my wife, and she was like... She was like, so their kids are named Ben... Jack and Lavinia. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like just two normal normal names and then of course the Wiccan uh has the you know the weird outlandish name. So yeah. here's a little funny story about that just to get into the I don't I didn't read the short story but I know a little bit about it. They changed Nick Cage's character's name to Nathan, but that's not what his name was in the story. Um it was a weird name like Lavinia. Okay. It was well, what the heck? It was similar to Nathan. Let me see if I can Although it you know, that's that is technically part of my name, so I mean, you know, no complaints to be named the same thing that Nick Cage's character is. You know? That's fair. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> thank you. Thank you. They uh <laughs> So I didn't know what so I I wasn't familiar with this story. And I, I kind of okay. had like an I was like okay it's gonna be like cosmic horror obviously, but I didn't yeah. know what was gonna happen, so let's just dive in a little bit into the story so people that haven't seen this can be like okay, so Nick Cage and his family live on this farm like about an hour away from like civilization, and uh, this purple meteor, meteorite hits the Earth, and like the, we see the color like. It's like a neon purple, would you say? Yeah, it's like magenta-ish. Or yeah, like, like a magenta. Yeah, somewhere between pink and purple, I guess. And for us, that's what it looks like. But in the Nick Cage specifically is like, it's like a color that I can't describe because I can't, like, it's like hard to explain because it's not like anything he's ever seen. And obviously right. they had to it's a film medium. So they had to put like a color on there. And that, I think that was a good color to use because it's not really a natural color that you would see, especially that like vibrance, I suppose. Yeah. 
very neon like you like you said yeah just like an 80s style color that you'd see like on a someone's windbreaker or something <laughs> and i'm not gonna lie to you i'm a big fan of neon so i'm like sign me up for that <laughs> right this um, is man this is your your dream this you is everything Nick i've Cage, ever loved lovecraft and i'm like neon. wow i feel like i'm flying through the sky um <laughs> <laughs> this is magical um so yeah the meteor hits and like stuff starts popping off and i'm like but not really it takes forever to pop off Right. But the first right. weird thing that happens after, like, the thunderstorm strikes the meteor 50 times. Right. The mom is chopping that carrot, and this bothered me to the max. <laughs> because they were trying to set up, like, you knew that she was going to cut her finger. Yeah. So they kept showing her slicing, like, n- like not paying attention. Slicing, slicing, slicing. Yeah. And then I'm like, she's going to chop off her finger. And then the little boy's like, Mom, I'm hungry, or whatever his problem was. Oh, right. Nick Cage is trying to get the mom in the living room. Yeah, and, uh, mother, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that was a good impression. Well, well, there'll, there'll be there'll be some more impressions later. I gotta, you gotta, you gotta bring those up. But anyways, yes, continue. Um, they kept cutting away from the carrot and then cutting to like other things, and that carrot was like the cigarette and uh, <laughs> Jurassic Park. It just kept growing back. Yeah. And it, yeah. And it was making me crazy. Because I'm like, yeah. just have a longer carrot and just shoot what? it. Like, why are you cutting it? Because like, I'm like, she's cut that part of the carrot 47 times. It's like, keeps coming back. And then, I wonder if it was truly a continuity thing or if it was like, because there's a lot of stuff weird with like time and their warped sense of like, what is happening? Because I noticed that a lot, and, and they did it quite a few times, so there's no way that in the editing room they didn't notice that. You know what I mean? So I wonder um, if it was like an Easter egg hidden in there, like this, the time of of day and the things aren't really happening, but they are sort of thing. I don't know. Would you That's, say... So just so I can understand what you're saying is, you would say that there was some things that you seem, that would seem like a continuity error, but it was like something intentional maybe do you have like an example of a second thing well i mean i mean there's like it's not necessarily continuity stuff but it's like it's like uh people mention certain things and then it's like i i guess like the uh the alpacas uh like they they were clearly like in later on Ben brings the alpacas back into the barn, but then they're outside, and he's like, I swore I brought them in there or whatever, and then they just were outside again. And it's like, so I don't know about that. Um, Also, like, uh, Chong, uh, Tommy Chong, is a character in this movie. (coughs) Oh, um, what what kind of character does he play? Uh, guess. <laughs> guess. I'm sure he's, he's like some sort of sober, straight-laced guy. Yes, very uh, suit and tie. No, he's a, he lives off the grid and he just smokes weed. That's he's and, like an old hippie in his, the woods. And his cat's name is G Spot, which is just. I was yep, just there like, you go. It was funny because they couldn't find the cat, and I thought that was really funny in my heart. But I was like, I don't think that's funny, but I think it's funny because. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh. Like I like the thought that they thought that was funny. <laughs> Not that I thought it was funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
right, 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 right. Um, but he, you know, he also says um, when Ward, the the hydrologist that we mentioned a little earlier, comes to him and he's like, he's like, you know, don't, you know, don't drink this stuff. I'll I'll be back in the morning or something like that. And he's like, it already is morning. You know, and it's like I I, I don't know. No, it's not necessarily continuity. So but now it's that you weird. bring that up, I'm like, maybe that was intentional then. Maybe, but I also could be looking way too far into this. You know what I mean? So, because I don't my, know though. Because I was like, that is a weird, stupid thing. And then I was like, but now that you explain the alpaca and that, I was like, you're right. The alpacas did go outside, and I didn't really have an answer for that. And yeah, because it, it was, was like, like they locked. They were locked in the barn. Right. So maybe the carrot was just growing back because it was like (laughs) time looping or whatever. Yeah, it was either – it had to be – because like you said, it was like seven times it cut back from like Nick Cage to the carrot to the the children to – to the carrot, to the mom, like it was – and it was – Maybe it was a different carrot every time. Every time they switched cameras, she picked a new carrot up. But I, I see. I was looking for that too because I was like, I was like, but it was only the be, one carrot. This is the only carrot. Like that's the only one you see there, and yeah, exactly. It's the only carrot and that matters. It's the only carrot that mattered, and and she always, every time, she pretty much cut all the way to the end of the carrot, and then would start over. That's that's how I remember it, anyways. Or no, it would, she right. would go like, she would go like halfway. And then it would, like, so I think it was honestly just, like, this warped sort of the start of all the things warping. Oh, and another thing. Continue. uh, The, the, uh, you know, quote-unquote continuity of Nick Cage picking peaches? That was a weird thing. So, so here's the, here's the, here's the thing is that he picks quote-unquote peaches, but really, when you see them after he's picked them, they look like almost like tomatoes, but in the shape of pumpkins, like okay. small pumpkins. So he was picking tomatoes, the weird tomato pumpkins. That's what he was picking. Yes. And then he goes, oh, peaches are ready. And then he walked to the peach tree. So the peach tree was I... in the background. Like, so that, okay. like he was picking up the tomatoes. But I was like, those are the weirdest, ugliest tomatoes I've ever seen. See, and I I don't know. All I heard him say was, like, peaches, though. And so when he was picking them up, he picked up the big tomato-looking things, but then he set one down, and in the camera he pulled up a peach. But everything he poured into the sink to probably wash them off or whatever, I didn't notice that there were any peaches in there. Oh, so that must have like, just been a... Yeah, that might have been just the prop error. Who knows now at this point, you know? So you're <laughs> not talking that's... about when he was walking through the field listening to his uh, audio book about no, how to be a good the gardener, fact... and then he right. says he says peaches at the sink. Yes. Yeah, he does. He says something okay. weird about peaches at the sink. Yeah, this movie was just, it, it's such a trip, and we're going all over the place, so we should... Nah, man, should... half, the, half the fun is all over the place. <laughs> okay, perfect. If you're watching but this... It's like... Those continuity errors, it's a quote, you know, quote unquote, that I think that maybe they were somewhat on purpose, you know, just to show even more of a sense of like warped reality in time. I don't know. That's fair. Um, 
I like so yeah, she cuts off her hand or finger or whatever, a couple fingers. Yeah. And then they Nick Cage rushes her to the hospital. Yes. However, he leaves all those kids there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No How way. How old the, are they by the way? Okay, that's what? something I really wanted to ask you and I forgot, so I'm glad you asked. <laughs> How old are they? Because that ward guy is definitely over 18 because he has like a real job he's got to be like 28 yeah he's mid-20s you know somewhere in there right and he's like for sure he's not flirting with the girl he's kind of like flirting with her but not like in the creepy way he's like not like he's just teasing her or whatever right lasagna she's she's i mean at fir- the first time I saw her, when she was doing the Wiccan ceremony at the lake in the beginning, um, I thought like she was probably like sixteen, like a like a kind of a teenager, yeah, like trying to do these weird ceremonies to, uh, in her words, stop the cancer from her mom. To you know, from basically taking her her mom and stuff like that. Yeah. So she's doing the ceremony to stop that. I thought she was like sixteen, but then she comes back and she's like, she like talks about, oh, I met this hydrologist. Oh, he was kind of cute, and it's like, yeah. And then I was like, maybe she is like over eighteen. Then I I, I guess I don't know. Because yeah, I'm and like then, yeah, she's probably like sixteen is what I was thinking, and then I'm like, because. They and the mom goes. You should be studying. Like your brother and you should be studying is what she said. So they're in high school. Yeah. Right. I. Again. I. <laughs> not sure. Um. But then, as as they kind of like. You know, it, seemingly it's it was like. <sighs> yeah, she's got to be like it, it. She she has to be still in high school and and Ben. Same thing. He's his age is so. Are they twins? Are they the same age? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but they kind of like at some points they look old, and then at some points they look younger. So I don't. I never knew. I was like, they they could be thirty or they could be uh, sixteen. So so the director <laughs> and writer of this yeah. this screenplay is South African. So maybe they have like different okay. rules, like ages. You know, so maybe like it makes sense where he's from. Like that's not like a weird age thing. Like sixteen, there is like the right. legal age or whatever. Like so, it makes well, sense. and maybe, and but, like, honestly, maybe it was it was just one of those things where it was like a high school girl being like, oh, he's just he's you know looking to like an older guy and be like, oh, he's cute, and it's like maybe it's we're like, reading into it too much. <laughs> I think I think that's exactly it because I was just gonna say like it's just. It was just a throwaway line. You know what I mean? It was like, it was in there. Because literally nothing happens between her and Ward. Yeah. She just says it once, and then it makes you be like, wait, but but how old are these people? <laughs> well, yeah. And then, yeah. but then he comes to the house, and then she says, are you looking at my legs? And he's like, no. And he's, she's like, it's fine. And I'm like, wait, what's <laughs> happening here? Yeah, yeah. And then the mom, like... Slut shames her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look what you're wearing. It's like, yeah. she's wearing the least crazy thing I've ever seen. She's <laughs> yeah, wearing like a like long a, sweater. Yeah, she's wearing yeah. like a Necronomicon sweater with like shorts and like 
I guess, fishnet stockings. Yeah. Yeah. That's like pretty average. I've seen lots of people wear that. It's yeah. That was me just, you know, today. That's what I wore. That's what you wore today. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what are you, what are you saying to this girl? Right. (laughs) And then there's like the young boy, Jack, and he's like between eight and 10. No, he's yeah. got to be younger than that. He can't be 10. 10 year olds are a little smarter. He's, yeah, he's 10. Yeah, he's 10. He's and 10. Nine, sure. Whatever. <laughs> it um, doesn't matter. So let's talk about the Wiccan ritual that Lasagna was doing. Lavinia was doing. <laughs> right. So she's doing this ritual to cure her mom's cancer, she's saying. Yes. But it's implied that. She had surgery and the cancer's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was a little bit stuck on that one too. I was like, I was like, okay, so is it coming back or like, is it? Well, is it doesn't matter because like, it never comes back up again. <laughs> it, right? Is she? Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like is she preemptively? She's just performing like, a ritual to per, of protection or something like that. You know, I don't, I guess I don't know. But, um, yeah, it never comes up again. So, who cares, right? I guess. <laughs> so, the meteor hits the Earth. Everybody sees the color purple. Not the movie, but the, right. the light. And then um, the house shakes and the Jack gets, like, brain rattled. And so, all this stuff is happening. And yeah. Nick Cage goes to the hospital, and Jack, the little boy, stands outside for what seems to be days. Right. And just stares at yeah. the well. And yes. so I'm going to, so whatever. So that's his jam. I want to talk about Lavinia again because she gets like okay. nauseous. She's getting mm-hmm. like sick. And my first thought was, and this is not what happens. I was like, the space aliens making her pregnant, and she's gonna have like a space baby. I thought the same thing, dude. Like, and and you could like see again. This is me just like reading way into things, but that like, I don't know. It just seemed like she was about to puke out a, a space alien or or something like that. Yeah, that's definitely the direction I thought they were going in, and it seems to be not the case at all. And she just suddenly stops being nauseous. She's the only one that has that symptom. Benny seems right. to be completely fine. Yeah, there's well, there's a couple different symptoms happening to all of them. So Nick Cage is continuously smelling things. Right. Uh, lasagna is <laughs> sick for w- 10 seconds. Uh, <clears throat> Jack is fixated on this well that they have. Because and, he's hearing uh, the creature in the well. Right, because there's a little something happening. He's whistling back and forth between them. And there's, like, constantly throughout this movie, there's, like, this feedback sound, like that high-pitched sort of sound. Yeah, like, and, uh, uh, yeah, it's, like, a frequency that's too much for us to d- interpret. But, like, right. we can barely hear it, you know? And seemingly Jack can, like, communicate with them. So but He's trying to, at least, kid. yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ben, yeah, I don't really know what his symptoms are. He's just kind of nothing. You don't think he, he just had like time weird warping, but he didn't have like a sickness or anything. Right. 
I think yeah. so. Then so I'm like, how oh, he's the only one that's not like affected by this, and I'm like, Tommy Chong is not affected by this. So it's right. that he, weed that that weed smell <laughs> is making him be able to be not attacked. That's right. Weed uh, saves lives in this in this case, you know. <laughs> but that's not <laughs> the case days. either. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I know th- it's hard to talk about this because it's like in pop. It's a color. Like it's hard to see, explain like what you're seeing. So let's just jump into some of the horror aspects. Okay. Unless you had something like more about the plot. Once you get to the part where everything's happening, nothing really happens except for like unexplainable terrors. So it's hard right. to explain it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, um, no, I didn't really have much to say. I mean, as long as we get to Nick Cage at some point, I have So I would like to talk about like the different, uh, <laughs> um, like things that happen to the family and then we can end with Nick Cage's, entire acting in this movie. Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> I really, so obviously HP Lovecraft inspired the thing. And then yeah, the thing I was gonna say. inspired the, what's happening and like how they animated things in this movie. Um, I really liked what happened to the mom and Jack. Yeah. That, was, that was horrifying. Cause I was yeah. like, so this is my thought process. I'm like, I watched this happen. First, my first thought process was, so they were friends with Jack, but now they're not really friends with Jack. And then they're running away from the barn, which we can get back to. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, that laser light's going to fuse those two together. That's literally what (laughs) I thought. Uh Uh-huh. Because I'm like, they're touching. That's what's going to happen. I don't know why, but in my heart, I was like, it's going to mess them up good, and they're going to become, like, fused. Whoa. And so it gets laser lighted and they bring her in the, they bring them in the house. And I'm like, oh, maybe they just got like horribly like radioactive burn. And then you see that they're like melded together into some gross abomination. Yeah. And that yeah. looked, that looked good. It was like terrifying. Yeah. It that's why I think really? this movie had cost more money than it did. And it's like for the amount of money it cost, that's, that's some high quality effect. Avenger, like I said, the man, Avengers level. Of shit. definitely, definitely Avengers level. Yeah, because <laughs> like yeah. the the boys like melded, like where his head was, like it was melded onto like her back, and like her arm had his one of his arms like melded into it, and yeah. like the longer that they were melded together, the more they were like absorbing each other until she was like a spider monster. Yeah, that was nuts too. That Oof. was messed up. We'll get to that. Um, um, I actually thought that they were going to turn inside out and it's, it's particularly because when they, when they were in the barn, you saw all the, uh, alpacas that, uh, Nick Cage was farming. Uh, you don't really see them yet fully, but you see just kind of the mouth of like, some sort of creature and obviously it's it's the alpacas because it's in the barn right and uh you could tell that their whole body was inside out (laughs) and so um they run away from the alpacas and then yeah uh, the the light shoots out at the mother and jack i was like are we about to see two humans just completely turned inside out 
but no, just fused together. I didn't. And, uh, so I, I didn't think that I didn't think the creatures became inside out. I think they started like they got like radiation burn Melting. and like all their fur and stuff came off. <laughs> sure. That's well, yeah. I, like, that's so, so when you see the cat enough. and I'm like, Oh, that's like, it's being, it's like kind of like mutated, like, but it's not like inside out, but I can see how you would get to that point. Like how you would think that. Yeah. Cause eventually you see all the alpacas just melded into one creature. I like and, that uh, a lot. Cause that oh, was horrifying. Yeah, was, Could you? That was what would beautiful, it be? Yeah. What would? Cause I don't know how long that they've been melded like that. But if what happened to the mom and the son happened to all those <laughs> alpacas, like when that thing's done mutating, it's gonna be cre- like a creepy creature. Oh, it's already just, gross. Yeah, just multiple heads everywhere, bawling, just... waving. Oh God. Oh yeah. Pra- the practical effects. Uh, honestly because no one really uses not that i've seen recently anyways like a bunch of practical effects in this manner and in in that plane of of sight you know um yeah i think they did a really good job doing that like they shot it well enough to be like not too much of it is seen like you see the whole thing but like it's not on screen long enough for you to see the blemishes really even right. the mom, like, when they're melded together, you only really see parts of her. Yeah. Oh, God. And then the uh, the crawling across the, the floor when they're the, the spider monster. There There is something inherently freak, freaky about, like, things that just move extremely fast. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and, like, have lots of legs like that. And that, and, and being, like, a humanoid thing oh god yeah what creeped me out the most about that was the when she was like hungry the her the jackhead was saying hungry too and i was like that's messed up i don't like that (laughs) i thought was funny freaky i thought was funny in that though they were like basically only talking to the mom for like the longest time and then they're like oh yeah jack's part of this too yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that was uh uh, yeah. Oof. God. Yeah. Um, Nightmares, dude. So yeah, the llama. Were there any other like weird transformations? Um, I mean, there was like a pile of. Were they birds? He said uh, it was like rabbits, birds, and like a bunch of animals like <laughs> melded together. Yeah, just just any forest creature. Uh, was like found and they piled them in the back of like a truck and they're like what is going on hydrologist you know what's going on right yeah. can you come uh, here and check you're... this out you know about the yeah. water <laughs> yeah um it's funny because he tests the thing like a litmus test or whatever he's testing with and yeah. then it turns the color and i'm like well right. i'm sure he's like it ain't supposed to be that color it's only supposed to change like two colors and then all that stuff right. happens to him and he goes back to the house and he's like don't drink the water. And Lavinia never tells the dad to not drink the water. Don't do any of that stuff. So, like, all right. this is happening because it continued, like, they kept doing it. Right. Um, right. They basically, it basically turns into a, like, why don't you believe us? There's things happening. It's like Resident than... Evil 7. You ever play that? Yeah. Yes. I actually thought of that 
immediately like um especially well not immediately but towards the end especially yeah of the the movie when everything was going batshit crazy and you were kind of in the weird dream sequence thing happening i don't know <laughs> they were being sucked into like a, a hole or, or something some sort of portal yeah that end. must have been the world that he was from the thing was from i don't know I think so, because I think that uh, Ward, when he's resisting being sucked into this world, you you get a glimpse of maybe this, whatever this world is. I, I and only then the say grass is, like, trying to, like, absorb him. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's just, like, I, I think it's you get, like, a glimpse of this world and, like, ugh, it's it's all, like, creepy crawly and dark and... Yeah, it's, like, weird. Um, yeah. So, let's talk about the Necronomicon for a second here. Okay. How much do you know about that? Next to none. Okay. So, <laughs> Other than... Wait, that's not the that's not the thing in, like, <laughs> Evil Dead, is it? It is. It's one and oh. the same. So, okay. what's interesting about the Necronomicon, and don't be mad at me if I'm lying to you, but okay. I'm fairly certain that uh, H.P. Lovecraft wrote it. It's not like a real book from like the history. Sure. Um, it definitely has like stuff in it, but it's not like a real book. It's like he made it the way it is, and that's why it's in uh, the Evil Dead and whatever because it's like a, it's just another, it's like a throwback thing for unknowable horrors, which is basically what the Deadites are in Evil Dead. Um, you know, they're not uh, actually zombies. They're like a thing in the, they're just like a S entity that it absorbs into your body and controls you. Right. Um, huh. so she's got a copy of it. I also have a copy yes. of it. Um, Oh, I have every I have every HP Lovecraft thing that you can get. Um, wow. I'm a big, I fan. did not know that you were that big of a fan. Really? I I'm a big Something fan. I didn't read everything, but I definitely have everything. <laughs> um, nice. So she does like a spell out of the book. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, because she's like cutting herself up or whatever. So, because I'm trying to parse the ending in my heart. I'm like, yeah, because why did it explode and not take over the entire planet? Right. So my th- thought was, and I could I could be completely wrong. And if you have a different thought, then please. But oh, hit it. she cast that protection spell on herself, and uh, I want to think that the Necronomicon is uh, definitely something that, in this world, does truly have power. And right. so she uses <clears throat> that spell, and the thing of. Abs- starts absorbing in her into it or whatever. And like all her markings start to glow, specifically the one on her forehead. Right. And my thought is that it's, it, it's basically, she casts a protection charm to stop anything from, if it gets in her from leaving or whatever she did. Like she cast something that did the, was she was supposed to be like the vessel and not the, to to protect others from it. Think, but she thought that it was like, yeah. I'm going to cast this to protest, protect myself from evil. Yeah. 
I I th- I think you're onto something. It, it's it is left a uh, really open. Um, I definitely think that the her spell casting, although it seems like not, it, it doesn't necessarily seem too important, right? Uh, like in the beginning of the movie, um, I feel like it it does play a bigger hand than we think. And especially that last one, like I think maybe she did something where she didn't necessarily totally understand it. Right. Uh, And, and then, yeah, like you said, maybe just absorbed into her and I don't know. It it was like a, a protection spell, like you mentioned. And, and technically, I, I mean, you could say that she was, you know, left unharmed, I guess, but for she the was, she was the last person to be yeah, infected by it. Right. Like she had some so, like things happening to her, but nothing like mutating her. Right. Um and I, I, I and my I wanna second my own theory by saying like the reason that the first spell didn't do anything is because it was interrupted. I think so too. So yeah. if we want to jump into that made up story that I just thought then I'm on board with my own story. Um, Dude, I think you're on it. I think I think that's good. Well thanks, bro. Let's get to the, your boy Nick Cage. God, he's he's just a national treasure. He is a national treasure. <laughs> I wanna say something here. Now you can tell me what you thought he was channeling when he was going into craziness, but I'm like, this is vampire's kiss level <laughs> yeah. dialogue. It was the same voice. It was the same, like, mannerisms. I'm like, he's going straight vampire's kiss on this bad boy. It was that 100%. Now, I don't know if he did that on purpose or (laughs) if it was just like, this is one voice that I do, so let me do that voice. Is that his, like, descent into madness voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it in the right file, according to alphabetical order. That's like how he was talking when he was mad. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm on board with that. Because he kind of talked normal, and then he would be like, why don't I get out of your fucking way? And I'm just like, oh, here he comes. He comes (laughs) out. The cage is out. The cage has been uncaged. It's it's been unleashed, really. It's true. Yeah. Um, Yeah, dude. Um... He said a couple of weird things. <laughs> he said uh, a lot of weird things. But I don't understand how people didn't laugh. <laughs> oh, exactly. You know what? And the thing is, is that he said, he, you know what? This is how I imagine it going down. And I'll I'll pinpoint a couple of uh, the key points to where I think it supports my theory. Um, <laughs> I think he just was like, I'm going to say this. And you're going to let me say this. And then they were like, oh, okay, yeah, you're Nick Cage, sure. And then, so one of those was uh, his wife uh, in the movie, (laughs) she, you know, there's an alluding to uh, she had surgery. And uh, they clearly haven't been, like, intimate for a long time. Uh, Six months or something, yeah. Yep, six months. And, um, And he starts, like trying to be sexy with her and uh he's like he's like come on we can try it you know it's been a while and like she's like she's like no what if you know i don't know maybe maybe my surgery's not i don't know if i'm ready after my surgery because she thinks she's she's like ugly or whatever yeah which 
where was this surgery? Did I miss that? She had where breast cancer, the- so she had like her one like her breast removed, I'm assuming. Oh, I was like I I I didn't I was like what? Like what <laughs> what is happening? And um so he she was like she was like, "Well, what if my legs were cut off? Would you still think I was sexy then?" And he goes, <laughs> "I'd t- I'd tuck you into my carry-on luggage and take you anywhere with me." And I was like, "What? Like who says that as a line? Like this That's is funny. unreal." But can I, I'm going to be completely honest with you on this. I'm like, that is something that only like a real married couple would say to each other. Yeah. Because it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know the level of how crazy you can be, and then you'll say something that you know is like insane, but they're going to think it's funny because it's like, that's an insane person talking. But if like that, I said that to some girl I met like a week ago, <laughs> I would get like murdered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ex- or she would think you were a murderer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, no, I guess I guess you have a good point. But there. that's still wow, an insane thing to say. It is, <laughs> like, it is absolutely because like, we're watching a movie. You know, it doesn't have to be this like super realistic, like uh you know, off the wall line. It could just be like, Yeah, I'd love you no matter what. Like and I wouldn't be I would be fine, but this really just is so standout, but honestly, now that you point that out, I think it's a, I think it's just perfect. It, and like I said, he probably was like, "Let me say this line. I know it'll be the best one." And like, May- you know, maybe. What about him and the alpacas and the milk and the alpacas thing? Yeah, he he. <sighs> he's like, you got yeah. Get- talk about it. Talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> he had to go out there and milk the alpacas, and he's like milking it, and then he watched it like shoot the milk into the <laughs> jug. Which I found to be incredibly disgusting. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't want to see this. Like, and he's like, you gotta warm them up. You gotta grab them by the boob or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's called oh. udder, isn't it? Like, alpaca's yeah. got udder. I don't God. know what's happening. I did not like that at all. And then he offers the hydrologist ward. <laughs> He's like, you want yeah. some? And he's like, nah, man, I'm good. I'm a, I'm alpaca. I'm uh, lactose intolerant. And he's like, well, your loss. And yeah. He just drinks it straight out of the, the jug. That's horrifying. Uh, right, right after he squeezed no. those uh, boobs, as he said. My and then God. the the line where he, uh, where the mayor or the whatever comes and. and <laughs> and investigates the rock and she's like so what was happening and he's like well i was getting into you know me and my wife we we hadn't slept together since uh you know the surgery so we were sleeping together in bed i was in bed with my wife and and then all of a sudden there was a shaking outside and i was like what this is not something you need to add into the details what's nice say, about that little scene though is <clears throat> yeah he like Sees her face and then realizes, oh, I don't need to, like, tell you that part. And then he stops yeah. talking about it, which is so rare yeah. in, like, it's life so, and like, in movies. He's, like, self-aware. He's, like, yeah. the most self-aware, non-real person I've ever met. I never met him. He's on TV. <laughs> but it's, like, I've never seen a character understand social normities the way that Nick Cage does in this movie. 
dude, you you have studied Nick Cage for far longer than I have. I own because... forty seven of his movies. It's <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. It is. Uh, Captain uh, Corelli's uh, Mandolin. I mean, that's my go-to to say it when people ask me about Nick Cage. I say, "Have you seen Captain Corelli's Mandolin?" Um, but uh, the, he, are you still there? I lost you. I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. I was um, coughing for a sec. <clears throat> I gotcha. He gets all crazy, and he's like screaming at him. Then he's like, "I gotta take a shower or whatever," right? And uh, yeah. he picks up, like, a jellyfish off the ground. <laughs> yeah, what the heck yeah. was that? I, Dude, I, I don't know. And that's the thing is that, like, all the all this creature stuff that's happening is, like, some of it's creatures, some of it's just light, some of it's, like, uh, it, it taking over bodies. And it's kind of cool because it's, like, you don't really know what to expect. But, yeah, he picks up that jellyfish. and Then he gets, like, demon scales. Yeah, demon demon scales, right? Everybody else is getting melded together, and he's just getting like a rash, and like seeing his family <laughs> in his living room. <laughs> yeah, he he also uh, this was uh, one of the scenes that uh, was further proves my point of uh, Nick Cage being like, I'm just gonna do this, and you're gonna use that take was. Uh, when after the the wife cuts her hand off and they're coming home from the hospital and they're just in the car and he's just singing opera music loud. Yeah, that so at first Ex- I was like, are they on the way there right now? But I'm like, oh yeah, they already showed that they were at yeah. the hospital, so that right. makes sense. They're on the way home. I don't. Yeah, you're right. That was craziness, but I'm on board. What, he likes to yeah, sing it opera. was like it was like. 10 seconds of him just singing opera music extremely loud and, that, and then well. it leads into like a unnecessary jump scare with uh, the cat G-Spot who's been uh, turned into uh, turned into one of those naked cats right yeah um he also I thought for sure he was going to become like an axe murderer but he doesn't really do anything yeah, he becomes a dummy. <laughs> like he's just like he's like I have sinus infection because that's how I'm talking, and uh, my family lives yeah. in the living room now. And then he gets yeah. killed, and then he comes back to life. And Ward is like, "You're Nathan, you're dead." <laughs> yeah, I, that I, made I, me laugh. <laughs> Not in like because d- it was like horrifying for him, but I'm like he, he is dead and he's just sitting there talking and through all the family just talking out of his mouth. Yeah, I. Yeah, let's let's get back to that ending in just a second here. I I have to talk about the. Well, I have to talk about two things. I mean, I'm sure you have the other bit uh, banked in your memories too, but. Why did the cop shoot <laughs> Nick Cage? So Nick Cage was aiming at the at the light, and he we was saw like, that he was aiming at the light. But the cop probably thought that he was aiming at Ward because obviously there was something wrong with 
Nick Cage because there was yeah. a monster in the upstairs and he locked his daughter in there and then he nonchalantly blowed its head off and yeah. walked downstairs like it was nothing. I just thought that and maybe dude, I mean, look, my you know, whatever, maybe I'm I probably miss stuff like all the time, but like I thought that Ward was like way off to the left, uh, not way off, but like he was enough to the left where he was out of the way, and Nick Cage was aiming at the the well. So I thought that maybe that was the case, but then I was like, no. But Ward was like way to the left of him, so I was like, maybe the maybe the cop drank the water and then they're being taken over too. I don't I don't know, but I don't think I think I genuinely think. Uh, he saw Nick Cage like aiming the gun, sure, and he thought he was gonna any because he says something too, and then I think he thought he was like picking the gun up and he was gonna shoot Ward, like sure, like I ge- like I genuinely think that's why he did it. I don't think that he thought that he was gonna shoot the light or whatever, but shooting okay Nick Cage made the light go away, right? So it was obviously the right option. <laughs> 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 so uh oh and and then um well i mean there's the the 20 second freak out in the car when it, it wouldn't start i mean oh yeah that was why they hired him right there that that he's like screaming in the car yeah, he's trying to start the car, and this is kind of towards the end. He's trying to start the car. The car won't start. <clears throat> and uh, he just starts yelling obscenities, and then he just goes, ah, 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 for <laughs> literally 20 seconds, dude. And the camera's just, like, focused in on him. And it's like, this is what I came here to see, you know? I think this that's is why what I wanted. I think that's why it's in there. Because they needed some, because people came to see that specifically, probably a lot of people did, to see Nick oh, Cage yeah. be a psychopath. You know, I'm and down I think, with any uh, role he's in. I think he's aware of that. I'm going to tell you something that you might not know about Nicolas Cage. He okay. is, from firsthand listening from other, like, uh, people who have worked with him, they told... They told me, not me specifically, but I heard them talk about it. Nick Cage <laughs> yeah. is like the most professional and probably one of people's favorite actors to work with on set because he's the most courteous and helpful and professional actor you'll ever see on a film. That's beautiful to, to hear. Isn't that wild? That's like, really good to hear because I, I – look, you you couldn't be that level of <laughs> – it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, like, also be a dick. Like, he, <laughs> you know. You wouldn't be allowed to be that way, yeah. No, no. And um, that's a beautiful thing to hear. And honestly. Like, he helps, like, new like new actors, like, kind of gives them advice or whatever. And oh, Man, I love that. Yeah, I, love I would Cage. love to just pick his brain and be like, are you just a big fan of acting or do you just pick things because you think it'd be fun? Or like, how do you pick your roles? Cause there's a lot of like, you're in a lot of insanity and you're like a good actor. You know what I mean? I honestly he think pick? he's great. Yeah. I, I think he's, cause he, he seems like that person that like, he gives it his all. 
you know. And yeah, one hundred percent. I don't think there's ever been a time they phoned it in. No, I feel no. like they gave him sedatives in a few movies, but I don't think he had ever phoned <laughs> anything in. Yeah, sure, sure. Oh, <laughs> like, that's beautiful. All right, Nick Cage. Now do that same exact thing, but rain it back about a thousand, and you're uh, we'll be good. <laughs> okay, well, it sounds good to me. Um, do you have anything more to say about Mr. Nick Cage? No, I think uh, he makes this uh, whole movie movie uh, worth watching. So, um, before we get to the segments, I want to talk about a f- one more thing because I keep forgetting it and I keep remembering it. I liked that they had the plants were starting to like grow. Yeah, it started off with that little flower, and it's like clearly like a weird not part of this earth flower. But how would you know? You know what I mean? Did you yeah. plant that there? No, it must be a seasonal thing. And then, right. then the vines on the, not the vines, but like the foliage on the tree or whatever it's called was like purple. And that was like a not natural color for a tree at that time. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. And the flowers are slowly creeping up to the house. Yeah. And then, the, then by the end, the whole yard is purple. Right. Because it's like, like the, the, Willy everything's Wonka's being absorbed fun, into it. Fun house or whatever. I love that. I thought that was <clears> awesome. Yeah, that that was really cool. Really cool effect. Um All right. Now we're going to play the games, dog. Are you ready? Yeah. Would it be better with Michael Sarah? Uh The answer is yes, and then you have to pick somebody. <laughs> yes. I was going to say yes. I was just trying to think of who it would be. Obviously, <laughs> Nick Cage has to stay the same. Right. That's the sad um, part about this is that Nick Cage has to be Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's impo- it's hard to pick a secondary person then. Right. But but just imagine uh, Michael Sarah doing Nick Cage's parts. That's, I mean, come on. It would be, be great. That would be glorious. That's what that, be. <laughs> I think that if Michael Sarah played uh, – Lasagna, Lavinia. I think if if Michael Sarah was her, I think that I would love to it, see like an emo Wiccan. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. See, exactly, and like like him trying to like be really serious, doing those like Wiccan uh, seances and and stuff like that. I, I mean, was, I would I would love to see it when she was doing it. that first ritual. I was thinking to myself. Yeah, I'd be embarrassed, too, if somebody walked in on me doing this, because it seems so... <laughs> I'm like, people did this in the past. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, and nobody thought they were insane. That's interesting. Right. They thought they yeah. were witches, and they were genuine. So that oh, yeah. blows my mind. Um, good choice. Good choice. I'm gonna, and here's another little fun fact. In the original story, it's they have three boys, so it could have very well have been Nick Cage, uh, Michael Sarah being lasagna. Oh. If they stuck to the original plan, <clears throat> I see. I'm gonna go with Ward. Yeah, that makes and, sense. And I'd hate to, because I like that they had him be a uh, black actor. Because it, I love when they just put like a main character as a black actor in, in H.P. Lovecraft things, because it's just a big f u to H.P. Lovecraft that I think is the best. I just right, genuinely am like, I'm like, yeah, 
we're gonna use your stories and just basically shit on everything that you've ever thought because you're an idiot (laughs) and i'm just like on board 100 percent. i'd hate to take away the only non-white person in this movie i guess yeah tommy chong is he white i don't think so um no (laughs) (laughs) he's uh, a hispanic or something right yeah 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 and uh yeah, I think I think Ward would have to be Michael Sarah just because I need him to just be running around, testing water, seeing all these things, and just enough little, not a left, and him at the end, a little older, smoking a cigarette and throwing it in the water. <laughs> yeah, just, that that part. I mean, that would be great. I'm you on know board what? With that. I was just looking at. Uh, Tommy Chung, he is, his mother was Scotch-Irish-Canadian, and okay. his father was Chinese, uh, a Chinese-Canadian immigrant. Well, so I'm wrong. Wow. Huh? So, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we were wrong, but, you know. <laughs> well, I take it all back. Everybody that's going to be mad at me, I'm sorry. Uh, well, it, yeah, I mean, it, uh, and, and this is Wikipedia, too, so, I mean, who who knows? Who knows what about Wikipedia? I'm sure it's mostly right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's probably good. Um, So, yeah, you said lasagna, I said Ward. I think it's a good team-up. Um, <laughs> I Yeah, I think it'd be fun. I want him to be from This Is The End, is that what it's called? I want him to have that windbreaker on. I want that weird little mustache. Right. I, I want him to be just like that the whole time. Yes. Yeah. I, I could I could see that. What was your favorite character in the movie? You can I go mean, for the easy easy choice. Yeah. I mean you gotta, right? I mean it, it's Nick Cage. I mean it has to be. It's, it's the mayor. She she just really. <laughs> My favorite character is the me. mayor. She screams yeah. at somebody for five minutes off camera, and then she has a bunch of political ads on TV, and then <laughs> she's in the movie for ten seconds. Yes, favorite character. Favorite character. No, I mean Nick Cage. I mean he just you know he does it all. I mean he's featured prominently on the the uh, movie poster. How could you? How could yeah. you go wrong picking him? Um, I would pick him too, but I'm gonna say just to because it's bias. Everybody loves Nick Cage. I'm gonna say, yeah. and we can't both say Nick Cage. Um, <laughs> it's a tie. But I really like the Ward character, even though he doesn't make I sense. Do too. No, yeah, hydrologist. I mean, oh, who apparently knows everything science that's like that's like doing going to a doctor who specializes in like you know the head and then just being like you know yeah. everything about the body right you, you know, know everything about space about, right <laughs> you know about podiatry right like so, it's like no <laughs> i think so this is what i think and they tried making it modern i think that in the original story that character was just like a researcher researching the area yeah or like a reporter or something and they're like well that's stupid 
so let's make him like a scientist that's specifically doing this one thing to tie in the water aspect. But like in the 1920s, they were like, yeah, a scientist knows everything. (laughs) So they're like, I mean, (laughs) it's true. You would ask the doctor or scientist like their opinion on something that is well above their pay grade, I guess you would say, like a normal person. But this movie's set in the present, so you could just Google everything in two seconds. Right. So they had to pick something. Um, but yeah, I think I, 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 I like the lasagna a lot. I thought she was the only character I thought was like not going too crazy until she cuts herself up. But right. then, but Ward <laughs> saved the day. He came out of nowhere and was the best. The only one that survived, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I, I loved, by the way, the, the ending where everything's going crazy and then everything kind of ex- explodes and then uh, he's left in like this colorless radius of of basically just colorless landscape. Yeah, it's, it's like really a, cool. it's like ash white for yeah. like what seems to be a couple miles until like the radius of that monster was like basically the radius that it was. Yeah. Expanding. Yeah, that is cool. Really cool thing. I thought that was cool, yeah. He survives in that wine cellar somehow. Yeah, it's like Indiana Jones uh, in the refrigerator, you know? So Basically. But I'm like, I'm like, that's why they foreshadowed that weird wine cellar. But I'm on board. I'm fine with that. Um, sure. Now is for my favorite, one of my favorite sections, my least favorite character. So who is your least favorite and why? If you want me to go uh, first, I will. Um, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you go go first. I, I, I'm not sure on this one. I, it could be your least favorite character. It could be your least favorite thing. Like okay. in the two, I guess, to expand a little bit. I don't like right. – I didn't like um, – what was it called? Now that I said that, I lost it in my head. Oh. That's wonderful. <laughs> cool. Um, I didn't like the fish that was on TV for three seconds that had flies on it. That's Yeah, that that's was weird. My, that's fair. My least favorite part. My least favorite... <laughs> okay, you brought, thank you, though. My least favorite part was how long they lingered... Um. Once the mom and son fused, they spent a really long time just having her make noise. Yeah. And I get what they were trying to do, but it was too long, and I did not like it. (laughs) Yeah. Because they're like, why is she making that sound? And then, like, and it's like, it was like three, three whole minutes of just them trying to soothe the mom and be like... You know, and I'm like, I think we get, we get it already. We get what's yeah. happening. This it's is building up that tension where really, at that point, we know what it's all about, and you you don't really need to build it up that long. Yeah, especially <laughs> when the character already said, "Wow," well, like basically admitting that they're annoyed and like bothered by the noise. So I have to listen to it for another minute after that? <laughs> like, come on, man. Right. 
Right. So that really, I was. That's where one thing started popping off. That's when I was like, "This could move a little bit faster." And I think if yeah. that's why I did not like. It. Yep, completely agree. So the fish with the flies. So you're sticking with the fish. <laughs> Still, yep, that's my least favorite part. No. I, <laughs> I was going to say Ben, but then I was like, I don't know a reason. Or, uh, yeah, Ben, right? That's the other... Benny, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have no reason to not like him, but I just don't for some reason. It's because he's, ha- he's like a weird space contrarian kid. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm, too, I'm too smart for my own good, and I smoke weed in my bar with my alpacas. And uh, yeah, dude. I have like this weird paper mache words i wrote on my wall yeah exactly yeah exactly what did it say it said like something about something about space will something us all or something it was weird consume it was definitely like a probably a quote from the book sure yep makes sense yeah he's just the least interesting and uh just kind of was i guess there so yeah don't yeah, need it was like there was too many characters, but then there wasn't enough characters. It was like, we- yeah, he was just <laughs> the right amount of too much. Because yeah. you needed him there to not be so that Lavinia could have somebody to act against. Right, right. But Jack was too young to do anything, really, and he only had one role was to stand there and look at stuff. So he was kind right. of like a nothing character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. I can feel you on that. I was, like, debating it, and now I'm 100% on board with that guy. I'm like, he's kind of useless. I wish he had more to do. (laughs) Right, right. Give him a little bit more to do. Give him him a defining uh, effect by the the creature, not just, oh, I was lost for a minute. He goes into the thing, the well, and he just gets evaporated, and then they're like, he lives in the well. Oh, what's that, honey? Ben will lives in the well now. Like, what? What happens when you go in the well? Like, what happens? He's gone. <laughs> He's gone, I guess. Um, yep. For the final section, it's burn it down. Would you recommend this, or would you burn it down and leave? I uh honestly I would recommend this. I I think it's worth a watch. But probably like if it ever becomes available like for for free on streaming services. I think it was very briefly and then it was off, okay. but it it'll probably come back. Um, yeah, I could imagine this being like a kind of an a little uh Netflix like hidden gem or something like that, you know. Definitely. Um, I too would recommend this basically because it has everything I've ever loved in it. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> like there's a few things that it, it's missing, but I, I'm on board. I would recommend it to anyone who likes like the thing or like, if you like event horizon, then this is the movie for you. Mm. It's a very good mm-hmm. adaptation of, it's probably one of the only good adaptations of HP Lovecraft that isn't like campy, I guess. You know Was I mean? Event Horizon also? That's not a HP Lovecraft, but it's. Oh. Do you know what Event Horizon is? Yep, I've seen. I've seen it. But it's the same thing. It's literally yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Instead of taking <laughs> over people, though, it takes over the ship and brainwashes you, right? So, 
Yeah. It's very, very same vein. The thing, like any, if you like any of that stuff, then this is definitely a must see. They're also making two more movies based off. Yeah. I heard uh, that this. Uh, so I think it's the, I keep saying the witch of Hamlet in my head, but that's a dark souls character. Um, (laughs) which is also inspired by Lovecraft, but, uh, yes. What's it called? Hem Hemsmith or whatever. Wow, uh, my, my brain. Is I just looked garbage. this up. Actually, it's uh, da, 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 da. it's not uh, Dunwich. Dunwich. Dunwich okay. horror. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what it is. I think that's one I of think, the ones. I think I heard that they were doing that one. Yeah, and I think they're doing. I don't know what the other one is. I don't want to say Shadow over Innsmouth, but. Yeah, they're doing the Dunwich Horror is the next one, and one more after that, and I can live with that. That would be fun. Yeah, I would be super interested to to see uh, what they do next, and kind of interested to check check into H.P. Lovecraft stuff after this. I mean, just to just to kind of get a a feel for like maybe some of the other kind of things that they wrote and and stuff. Oh, you know why her name is Lavinia? Hmm. Because Lavinia is the name of a girl in the Dunwich Horror. Mm. And the Dunwich Horror is what I thought this movie was going to be. Ah. Which makes sense as to why it wasn't because this is a different story, obviously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it makes a lot yes, more exactly. sense now. Um, all right. Do you have any plugs you'd like to plug? Um, well, as, as long as, I mean, uh, you know, as long as you're asking. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do two other podcasts. Uh, one is called Bad Bandmates. Uh, it's a music-focused podcast where me and my friend just talk about music. We do album swaps, and we kind of do a little bit of reviews on music. And uh, another another one is, the other one is called Nate and Mitch Are Friends. And uh, that one's a little bit more crude, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> sorry. But um, it's just a conversational podcast, and we kind of just talk about whatever gets brought up. And... Uh, there's little segments on there and stuff that we try and do. And uh, that's all I got. Nice. Um, they, the listeners of this show know that we can get a little wild on here. So you don't need to apologize for crudeness. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, I mean, there there are a few topics that every episode of Nate and Mitch uh, covers. Have. <laughs> what? They, that they cover? <laughs> yeah. And... Um, you know, you know, more adult related. <laughs> just put it that way. It well, just happens. It just comes up naturally. So, <laughs> well, check it out, everybody. Um, yeah. As for me here, uh, you've already found this, so obviously you know where to go to find that. But if you want to show it to anybody, there it's literally on every possible platform: uh, Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. So if you want to. Listen to that, share it with some people. Please do leave a review. And uh, if you want to check out my website, it's uh, redpersonastudios at, at gmail.com. Redpersonastudios.com. 
And if you want me to like edit your podcast or something, let me know, and we can uh, try to work something out and get it everything all sweet, nice and easy. Um, those are my plugs. Uh, and uh, with that, I think uh, we're, we're wrapping it up here. That's right. Wrapping it up like a sandwich at a deli. You know. Very I mean? nice. Very nice. Um, <laughs> that's it for this week. Have a great life, everybody. Bye-bye.